I'll pencil it in. All right, turn your switch off. We're recording. Fuck you, Nate. <laughs> Real nigga game, bro. Oh, my God. No, we're really recording. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> oh, my God. I'm keeping all that in. <laughs> hello, hello. Happy 2020. Yeah, 2020. Happy 2020. Uh, welcome back. Oh, my to God. Spot uh, this is our February edition. Um, no, this is for January. This is for January. There's no way this can be January because it's not coming out on January 31st. Today is January 31st. Yeah, I know. We're we're a little late on this one. Yeah, we're for sure late. I'm I'm not even gonna lie to the people. We're doing this on January 31st. <laughs> um, it's been a busy month. It's been a crazy month. I feel like January yeah. has been the longest month ever uh, in terms of a lot of things. But we are back on this show to give you guys the uh, reviews and our thoughts on wrestling off the beaten path. And that includes death matches, uh, Joshi wrestling, which, you know, everybody should be into right now anyway. And anything that comes out of Cyrus's twisted, twisted mind, we will talk about it on Spot Callers. Uh, Cyrus, how are you, man? You know, uh, since... um since the last time we recorded, I think uh, I had surgery, and uh, yeah, like, I think I'm I'm a month like I'm kind of like a month removed from that, and I feel much better. <laughs> so uh, it's so funny that you never even told us officially. I'm getting surgery. You basically told me, "Hey, can you take over the Instagram for me this week?" And I was like, "Sure." And next <laughs> thing you know, you, you hit us up in the chat like, "I want y'all to know I love every one of you guys." <laughs> You know what's crazy? I actually don't remember sending that. <laughs> so whenever you guys say it, I'm just like, yeah, that's all said I would do off the, uh, you know, the hospital medication. <laughs> you even took a picture of you like chunking the deuces at us. I remember in the, the hospital picture. gown. <laughs> I'm, I'm I might put, I might uh, I might post it on Twitter when this episode goes up. <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's just hilarious. I was very. I was I was worried about your well being, but also very upset because then everyone texted me like, "What happened to Cyrus?" I was like, "I don't know." He literally did not tell me anything was going on. That's why I texted you so upset. Oh, people care. Yeah. But yeah, uh, man, uh, <laughs> it's been it's been a minute since we recorded. You know. Uh, yeah, and this this will be a relatively quick episode, I think. Yeah. Um, this is this would be like the first time in a really long time that I'm not like watching something for uh, the War Report, uh, and you know it, it felt it felt like a really good watch. It was very uh, different. Yeah, but, I, I mean to say the least. <laughs> but the show that we uh, are reviewing this uh, this month is uh, Kyoto Kimura's uh, The Last Afro. Um, it is Kyoko Kimura's uh, retirement show that she produced, and she just got like literally all her friends or everybody that she ever worked with to perform on this show. And, you know, it's, it's very entertaining and it's very fun. And it gets a little emotional if you like, uh, if you can understand Japanese. <laughs> yeah, if you're really into it. I mean, uh, yeah. do you, you want to catch people up on what we have coming before we get down into the show? Cause 2020, we, we have been taking fan requests, uh, people who yes. listen to the show, 
Um, and that's basically how we, you know, how we keep the show going is, is by you guys uh, telling us what you want to see, uh, what you want us to watch. And Cyrus, you have a couple of ideas, you know, where we're, we're going to go. Yeah. I know we're going to have to make up January. We're going to make up January at some point. We'll, we'll figure yeah. that out. Maybe we do that when we're in Tampa. Maybe we do that when we're in Tampa with Mark. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping we can get, uh, get into Bloodsport so we can actually, like, review that because i think that would be really fun to see that live mm-hmm. but um uh so that would actually be dope if we could do a live a live viewing of that and then tell mm-hmm. people hey when this when this show comes out uh on vod um definitely watch it oh absolutely yeah that's the plan but uh yeah uh we've been getting a lot of requests which i'm very happy about um there is a lot of uh, a lot of people want us to watch uh, lucha stuff. There's okay. uh, yeah. three three requests is uh, a lot of the lucha stuff, and somebody wanted us to watch the Royal Rumble 2000, uh, 2002. I don't know why, but <laughs> we it's usually the Triple don't... H one. Okay, it's like... more he wins. I mean, obviously, if you want me to get into my my history bag, like I do with with ROH, <laughs> like I'm I'm pretty familiar with that time, but. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing to watch. I think people might have gotten this show confused with like the A show, which we probably, <laughs> me and Mills will probably watch the show. But I, I don't mind. Well, let me look at the card. Let me look at the card really quick. Okay. While you look at the card, uh, some of the shows that we have, uh, we have CMLL's uh, 82nd anniversary show, which has, uh, I think, uh, the La Sombra match. Uh, Andrade Almas, where he gets unmasked. I think that's the big match that's on the card. Um, we have uh, another Lucha show that I remember looking at, but I don't remember the name right now. And we'll be watching Lucha Underground's Ultimate Lucha Part 1. I think that's the one that has Pentagon Jr. versus Vampiro on it, which is like the match that uh, the person that requested it wanted us to see. So. You know what? 2002 Royal Rumble has the uh, Ric Flair McMahon street fight, and that's probably why they asked us to do that match. Oh my god! Yeah, now we have to do it. <laughs> it's, it's a bloody, it's a bloody match, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! That I think that's why they asked us to do that. That is that is a it's a pretty brutal match. <laughs> they they they, no, they know no, how to get me. Yeah, knowing Flair at that time, he was probably bleeding <laughs> profusely in this match. Oh, Wait, I'm trying God. to remember what was the big spot. Yeah, I mean, but, but the thing is, uh, it, it would be us watching I, the whole two hours. I don't mind it. I don't mind watching it. Oh yeah, I, I think it would be one of the like easier watches because we both have the WWE Network. So, um, yeah, no problem. I, I think that I think that would be an oh, easy. Yeah, this, watch. I think I think that's why they asked us to watch it. That match gets really bloody. Flair at that time was on another level in his like late forties, I think, early fifties. I think, uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I remember seeing that match and like a steel pipe gets involved. Oh, I think so. Yes, yes. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I think obviously I I, I remember the uh, the Royal Rumble a lot because that was Triple H's return. Um, I'm 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 with it. I'm I'm down. Let's do it. All right. Absolutely. All right. I'll have to like write it down and uh, so it's set in stone and probably pick a certain month. But uh, cool. 
So, uh, with that with that said, we'll we'll probably tweet out a, a rough schedule of where we're gonna go with spot callers uh, in the next couple of months. Of course, as we did last February, we did a we did a Joshi uh, centered show last year. Remember that show that we did? Remember yes. The, uh, Stardom. Uh, yeah, I remember the show. And uh, Kyoko Kimura is on the show, and she wins the tag titles. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no on catch up on well. this show. <laughs> uh, no, no ketchup and mustard on this. It almost feels like we watched that Stardom show literally like two months ago. Like it, yeah, it feels right? not that long ago that we watched it. Like the Watching weird this. cuts. Uh, Jazzy, Jazzy Go Go Bear was on that show. She's yeah. since quit <laughs> wrestling altogether. <laughs> uh, we, of course, we had Kyrie Sane on that match as well. Mm-hmm. And that tremendous EOL match. EO is on this show as well. Um, let's get right into the, the, the last Afro. Now, Cyrus, you texted me, uh, before I watched this, I watched it about 24 hours ago. Um, you said skip to 42 minutes. Why did you say that? Okay. So I asked Justin to skip most of the undercard because the first, I would say three matches on this, uh, card is very weird where there is a 10-man tag. It's an intergender 10-man tag, and it's in a gauntlet-like format that uh, each match is two minutes each. So that goes into a draw. And then they do another tag match. And uh, it's kind of long, and there's, like, a lot of comedy spots. There's not a lot of wrestling. Um... I did, like I just don't think you watching the whole like first ten minutes of this uh ten minutes of this uh show and then like there's just like a long spot and then uh two of the mass wrestlers like accidentally kiss each other. Like it's just like a really weird show. I like that. It needs to be more <laughs> it, it's a it's a really weird show for the start of it. And uh there's a cruiserweight match uh with Hub versus uh, Isa eight, um, and it's really short. I don't know why, <laughs> and I think it, I think it's placed kind of oddly on the card because it's like an oddly serious match. And fo- to like follow that up, there's like a really goofy battle royale that has a pool theme. Um, and uh, to spoil it, I caught <laughs> some of it. So, like just, okay. just kind of going through it because the way that we were watching it, I had to like kind of skip through a lot of it to get there, and it was buffering. And I was like, you know, I just I'll just watch it up to that point. <laughs> of course, I did skip the forty-two minutes, but I did see uh, some of that match that you were just talking about, and I was like, yeah, what's going on on this show? It's 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 much like you know, again, when you when you watch the show in in a vacuum, uh, and you have no type of. Uh, background and a lot of stuff is happening mm-hmm. it's very easy to get confused by what's going on yeah. but it did it seems it seemed to be just as weird as the stardom third anniversary <laughs> yeah i think that's to me, I, to, really it's just weird to me I, I think a big problem with it is that like we don't really understand japanese so like i think a lot of the yeah. in, like obviously like a lot of the insight that's being like put together uh, put together on commentary is absolutely lost on us and you know video packages are just you kind of just have to take bits and pieces and you know really visualize it which i think uh for the main event is kind of easy to do um you can kind of like uh tell that they're doing like a recap kind of thing but um 
yeah, I, I just think it gets really lost, and especially like when there's like a really long battle royale that happens uh, on the uh, mid show. Yeah, it's it's like you know it's really weird. Also, like this is a retirement show, so this is basically uh, Kyoko Kimura just going into two K and getting all her favorite matches off. You know, so like <laughs> she produced the, this match, right? Uh, uh, I can find a lot of okay. Yeah, I can find a lot of information on this going in. Unfortunately, like uh, there's not uh, there's not a lot of uh, writing about this show in general. All all I could find about this show are match results, and I did yeah. want to find uh, you know find out why she was retiring. Like, was it just due to like you know I just want out, or you know due to injury of some sort, you know? But unfortunately, there's not a lot of writing about this show. But um, mm. I I just know like on on uh, on the card there's like various like Japanese promotions in here, and I think that kind of yeah. affects uh, the triple threat match that uh, no the uh, the fatal four way that uh, that's kind of on the top of the card where it kind it kind of ends weird. But um, so, in the battle royale with the pool theme, like it has uh, some of her former tag team uh, partners that she won championships with it in. Right. All right, so if you skip ahead to 42 minutes, the first match that you should see is a tag match between Akino and Io Shirai versus Hiroyoyu, Matsumoto, and Masaki Ohada. These intros are long as hell. This is my first. <laughs> uh, I, I, think, I, I think that's good because before that, there's no video packages at all, so I don't know who the hell's who. <laughs> <laughs> like uh like in the battle royale like i know who like i know who the stardom girls are but like there's a lot of people like from pro wrestling pro wrestling wave Sh- uh shilling sendai that i'm just like not familiar with so i think yeah. finally getting video packages is just like thank god and you know we know io shirai from nxt and uh hero matsumoto from the may young classic who is uh she her main staple is in uh zendai girls yes um, Oada and Io, they, you know, have the most back and forth in this match, I think. Um, mm-hmm. and they are moving at about 60 miles an hour the whole match. Like, this match <laughs> is very, very fast. Um, I think like everybody here is like insanely fast, <laughs> and you know, yeah. uh, we know that Io Shirai can like really work at a fast pace, and uh, Matsumoto as well, being you know, she's a fa- she's very fast and a powerhouse in herself, and we really see that here. Uh, I think, I think more or less, like uh, these four women are kind of like the aces in their promotion because I know mm-hmm. at this time, like Io Shirai was like the top of the world in stardom, and uh. Matsumoto is uh I follow her on Instagram and she's she's often winning titles <laughs> in uh in Zendai Girls. Yeah. And then uh I, I'm not I'm not too familiar with Pro Wrestling Wave, unfortunately. That's probably something that we'll probably uh watch at some point. Some uh I'm pretty sure we'll have us watch that at some point. The violence. <laughs> the violence here. Uh I know I mentioned EO and Oada. Uh, they have a real smoke because they fight for real. <laughs> I, I just, I just thought that's kind of just how uh, EO works. But like, yeah, it, it seems like they they wanted smoke for real. Um, is it beef? I don't know. <laughs> I know EO, but is it? Is it beef? <laughs> Let's get it. And like, uh, 
there's like some really like nasty spots in there, but like overall, it's a really good match. What a like what a weird result, but like I kind of get it. Well, well, the result is that it's a draw. It's in a draw, and yeah. um, I get what well, you mentioned it. You know, uh, earlier is that there's so many promotions that are involved in this show. They don't necessarily want EO taking a pinfall or their ace to take a pinfall to EO just to make it look as though their promotion is somehow weaker. Yeah. So I understand it. Um, I still I still went four stars on this because I just enjoy. Oh, yeah. I I really just enjoyed the pace. I would love to, and I, I'm not sure if there is a Masaki Iwata and Iro Shirai singles match that I need to look for, but they seem to be having a blast facing off against each other. I will try to find that for you. But um, I agree as well. I do think this is uh, four stars. I don't think, like, the draw takes nothing away from it. Um, especially, like, you know, if you just think about it that way, it's just, like, nobody really wants to lose. But yeah. they they put in their all no uh, no matter what. And, it was yeah, really and, and with this show, wins, wins and losses, they don't, they don't really matter yeah, yeah. all here. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, after the match, EO shows Oada one more time, and I was like, okay, it's got to be something on here. It's beef. <laughs> but, they, but they let EO stay in the ring for a while. This is 2017. We are, what, a year away from her uh, leaving uh, and, and coming to the WWE. Um, here she is, again, you know, at her her God-killing best. Like, she was just really, really great here. Um, and again, I mean, none of, you know, not much of that has changed as what we've seen so far with her in America. Uh, yeah. there's a vignette about Kyoko Kimura that airs after that a pretty lengthy one. I'd say about four minutes, uh, yeah. a lot. So, uh, what'd you think about the, the video package? Um, the video package, it shows a baby Hana Kimura. Uh, I just think it's kind of like, it's, I think it's just a retrospective of her career because we do see her in like various different matches, uh, deathmatch stuff. You see her in Stardom, uh, her with her uh, Odotai girls, which is uh, Kingetsu um, and Chris Wolf, who uh, who are also retired, and that's pr- one of the reasons why I went with this show because a lot of Joshi uh, wrestlers have been retiring lately. Yeah, and, uh, I, I mean, I, I feel as though we're bearing the lead here. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as talking about what exactly Kyoko Kimura dresses like and what she looks like, she is oh yeah <laughs> the, the Jamaican attire, the Afro. She looks she looks Afro Japanese, if yeah. you will. Like she's she has a weed plant on her <laughs> on her tights, and I was like, you know, just just the way that she presents herself is so different yeah. than uh, what you've ever seen, um, you know, what, what, you know anything you've yeah. ever seen before, and. Uh, I, I think that her look is just one of the most striking parts about the whole package here. Yeah, um, she de- she like super, she has a really unique look that uh, if you like you know if there's a silhouette you can like you'll know it's her like Joshi girl and you just see like the large afro like it's mm-hmm. it's really cool stuff. Um, I think uh, just like the same for uh, you know like Mako Satomura like you know that red like you know that red fit you know. Uh, yeah. And uh, speaking yeah. of her, uh, oh. we, we have the the big main event here, or or one of them, uh, Aja Kong and Mako Satomura and Minoru Suzuki. And when, let me tell you, when I saw this, I said, "Well, what's going on here?" <laughs> I think it's hilarious that Kyoko Kamura was just like, "You know what? I want to form this Death Squad Elite 
for me and my daughter and my husband to fight for my last match. Yes, like whose idea was to have these three together, especially Make, uh, Mako, who is not a heel and very much uh, not with the heel shit in this match. May, like I like I've never seen Mako work a different like style like like yes there's like uber aggressive like but wrestling stuff like I don't I don't ever see her use a chair candlestick entertain any deathmatch type stuff <laughs> so it's really yeah. weird that she like pairs uh, with these uh, these other two wrestlers because they're doing like wild heel shit <laughs> absolutely. Um, against, of course, Hana Kimura, Isayo. Is it is it Isayo or is it spelled out? I'm not. Uh, sure. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's an acronym. Okay, it's, it's Isayo and Kyoko Kimura. Uh, Suzuki being had me pretty much shook, and for most of the match, just nerfing folks. Um, I think at this point, Aja Kong is is pretty. Kind of older. She doesn't do much here. She does a lot of heel mm. stuff, but not anything, not anything crazy um, yeah. that I could, I could say are like you know, just insane. Uh, again, a lot of the work here was, was Suzuki on the whole family. I think it was pretty <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Suzuki is just bodying the whole family, and you know he's he's working his very Suzuki ways. He is no sell. He is not selling a damn thing for Hannah Kimura. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, I think uh, just just the start of the match with Isao, like that that's like the Suzuki, like that's the Suzuki I love to see, and you see a lot of that in the beginning of this match, and then uh, he just goes ape shit for the rest. <laughs> yeah, he, he there is a part where Hana comes in, and I was like, don't do this. <laughs> I was like, please don't do this. She's stopping him, and I was like, oh no, Hana, you uh, sweet angel. <laughs> Well, uh, that, that YouTube video of uh, Mira Suzuki, it's titled Mira Suzuki beating on Oscar for a comfortable amount of time. This is yeah, absolutely it, 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 you, know, you. You would text me and say, Well, get ready for him to be canceled. Now that you know what he could have been, he could have done way worse here in the match. I, I'd say he was pretty much he, he was he was he was. He was tame compared to what I've, I've seen him do. Hey, if he would have spazzed out into the gotch pile driver on her, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm but, waving the well, flag. This match, this match pretty much devolves into a lot of crowd fighting and a, mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, a lot of no selling here. What do you feel about the match overall? Um, normally I, I wouldn't like like a match like this too much, but it it's part like it's kind of like part of a one off show. Um. And I, I think my, it, it my just dog, my, my Roman is snoring right now really <laughs> loudly. Stop. Go ahead. Um, it, it's it's kind of just like what I expect from a, a like a match involving Suzuki. Um, I think the only like I just think the Death Squad that uh, Kyoko put it, they're 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 kind of just a weird blend of wrestlers like uh, that we mentioned before. Like I think the only like heel thing. Uh, Mako does is that she holds uh, Hannah and Kimura down for Aja to throw something at him. Uh, but I, I, I like the match. It's, it's not, I recommend it. Like I don't think it's bad or any uh, anything like that. I think uh, everybody's really good wrestlers here. <laughs> I kind of feel like I could rate it correctly because of 
um, just the the purpose of it, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it's her final match or or the, her penultimate match. Um, it's her final match right after this. But um, you know, there was just a lot of fun stuff in it. I thought I I, I did like Isao, like Kyoko basically bossing Isao around. Like he she was a kind of relationship. I really did like that. Um, I said I put down on on my notes. Uh, Hana is a sixty nine overall. Like she is. <laughs> yes. Literally, uh... She's a body in the ring. <laughs> I, this is uh, well, in, in you know, in stardom, she would probably be like an eighty-two, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> here she's in her. I think uh, she's in her Wrestle One gear, which is another pr- uh, promotion in Japan. Uh, but now she's uh, signed to Stardom full time, I believe. But yeah, uh, when she when she's in Wrestle One, yeah, she she becomes a sixty-nine overall. <laughs> Uh, amongst uh, Keith Lee's and Brock Lesnar's and Roman Reigns, yes, <laughs> <laughs> and ricochets. I was like, man, she's getting nerfed, and, she, and no yeah. one is selling any of her offense at all. This whole match, hilarious. Um, uh, I, I, man, did she get in the ring with Mako Satamora? Because uh, no, I think Mako was just there for that final stretch mm-hmm. of the match, <laughs> where she pretty much beats the holy hell out of Kyoko. And finishes her with a, yeah, like she just finishes her with it with a DVD and and pins her for the win. Um, really good, really good spot there. Really good rub to to Mako, a legend. Um, and, and that ends the match at around twenty five minutes. So there's a bunch of just comedy stuff. Well, I would, yeah, I'd say like kind of comedy stuff, yeah. but also like meaning of the minds type stuff. It's a lot of in crowd fighting in this match. Yeah. Like uh, I don't I don't think the comedy is like as much as like uh, the the battle royale or like the first match. Like it, it's kind of just like little subtle things that I think it really works. Like it's the kind of comedy that gets me. Like it doesn't really take away from any of the action. Like uh, Kyoko like yelling at her husband to like you know like man up and fight Suzuki. Like that's hilarious. Like yeah. I don't want to fight yeah. Suzuki. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't want one sweet. I get a divorce. Um. <laughs> So after the match ends, uh, everyone comes out and pays their respects. Some really sweet moments here. Um, yeah, even though if I couldn't get the context, I could understand the uh, the emotion, right? So uh, there was really one one cool moment where uh, Aja allows Kyoko to give her one more big boot and pin her, and they hug each other. And you can see, you can tell Aja gets a little bit emotional there. And I mm. thought that was a really sweet moment um, until uh, Hana comes back out with the sow. And uh, we see her say something, and I texted you like I have no clue what happened here. Okay, Please explain what happens in this final stretch. So uh, this uh, the like the match that's coming up next is kind of just like a rematch uh, from a show that Hana Kimura uh, produced, I think, with uh, with assistance from Russell One called Hana, and she faced her mom at the show, and her mom bodied her. And I think in a in a match much longer than this one, uh, like uh, her mother is like giving it to her big boost and everything, and like you know she loses, and there's like a heated promo where it, it feels like very Tekken like, where it's just like, eh, get weak before you come at me again, you know. And then yeah. I th- I think this is like uh, the moment where Hannah was just like, you know, it becomes like a passing of the torch moment where they have uh, they have one last match with uh, one another. With uh, Isao as a special referee, referee which I thought yeah. was cute. Yeah, um, 
it's four minutes is pretty quick. Uh, Kyoko somehow gets gets resiliency and a couple <laughs> seconds. Is if there's a lot of big boots given out mm -hmm. and uh, there there is a lot of uh, emotion there. Uh, Hana wins with her own big boot uh, in about four minutes, four seconds, um, yeah. and she wins the match and pins her mother. Yeah, uh, and, and ends the show. I. I, I, I'll, give, I'll give this match a three and a half. Like, I did like it. Like, uh, three and a half? I'll give it three and a half uh, <laughs> if I had to rate it. Because uh, I, I really like that, um, you know, the big, like, the big boot exchange. Like, it might just look goofy without, like, the context, you know. But, like, this is Kyoko's signature move, you know. And them just trading it back mm -hmm. and forth, like that's probably like that's super significant between the both of them, and it's I, I thought that was really cool. Um, now Hannah Kimura, like a year later, is like one of the biggest deals in stardom, leaving uh, the group that uh, you know her mother was once a part of, Odotai, forming her own group and just doing amazing stuff with that. Um, Does she became a heel? I read she became a heel. Yeah. Oh, she's always been a heel. She's never been a face. <laughs> she actually, she's a she's a yeah. When she's in her Wrestle One gear, she's a face. But when it comes to stardom, it's middle fingers and big boots all over the place. She's a she. She does uh, some really good work out there. She recently won their like uh, their G One tournament, uh, their G One kind of tournament, uh, the Five Star Grand Prix. Uh, it's uh really good stuff. Yeah, I might be in love with Hana, man. Uh, <laughs> she hey, man. Something? Uh, no, I believe her uh, her father is Japanese. Uh, I thought Isao was her father, but uh, her mother uh, got remarried. To uh, yeah, she, know, she looked like she, she looked like she uh she like I haven't seen her before. Anyway, uh, yeah, that was the, that was a match. Hey man, I be trying to I be trying to put you on stardom, but you know we all watch a lot of stuff for uh, RNC, so I understand. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely would need a moment to, but I mean you know I see I see Hana with the braids, man. What, what's up? What's up, man? I I hate I hate the braid style, but uh, recently a lot of Joshi girl. Uh, I like I've been seeing a lot of retirement shows lately. Like uh, Hazuki recently retired, and. Ever since she retired, she hasn't said she, she hasn't said nothing on Instagram or Twitter since. Kigetsu, <laughs> uh, she retired. It's like uh, she seems to be on her road to retirement. Uh, she had a retirement show in Stardom, but she's doing a lot of uh, she's doing a lot of independent bookings now. And I think her last match might be a show that she produces herself. I'm unfamiliar with it called what it's going to be called, but. Uh, I think she might be facing Mako Satomura for her last match. So that'd be really cool. <laughs> and yeah, man, it, it, it's really sad to see people retire. Yeah, it is. Uh, hopefully, you know, we, we get more shows like this, you know, when, when bigger talent do retire. I wish that a lot of people got to go out on their own merit like uh like Kyoko did here um i and, and go out on their own way like usually when yeah. people retire it's so unexpected you know we just saw Injury. you know the return of like yeah. and and edge didn't get to 
ended on his own terms and now he gets to come back and do and do so so um we don't get to see these types of shows enough and i, I think yeah. that it's important that we that we get to get to tell these types of stories and but uh as far as the what i did watch i thought this show was, was pretty solid mm-hmm. uh it, it, it's it's a really it's a uh it's a really good show um if you want to go back and watch the undercard like if you just want like a good laugh like there, there's some, uh, there's some funny spots in there, but just like for the sake of time, I did want you to just, you know, fast forward to the, to the forty second mark. Um, to the real stuff, the forty minute mark, <laughs> to the real stuff. And I would like a lot of a, a lot of um, Japanese talent get to produce their own shows, and I think that's mm-hmm. really cool. Like, just imagine what like uh, like what a Daniel Bryan, you know produced show would look like if he could get any talent that he wanted you know and i also think that's cool that uh other promotions just like oh you you need some talent all right take them man like i think that's really cool yeah yeah i saw the show i can't be mad at it i I did end up watching some of the first 40 minutes but um the the last couple of matches again it's it's very hard to rate someone's retirement match very seriously (laughs) i just just took it for what it was and I enjoyed it, and this was a great way to kick off the first month of the new year of 2020 Spot Callers, uh, our campaign, so to speak. So definitely uh, our schedule is still on. We're going to be here one time a month. We might double up in April for Mania Weekend because myself and Cyrus will be in Tampa for that. So uh, definitely keep an eye out for that. Do you have an idea of what you want to do? Next month for our March episode, um, I, I I think we might watch one of the uh, Lucha shows. I think uh, I man, I don't know how to get a hold of Lucha Underground anymore since it's not on Netflix. Oh, I'm sure uh, we can find a way. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it like that, but uh, definitely we'll be watching some Lucha stuff uh, next month. So. Get your mask on. Cool. Uh, and until then, make sure you follow the A Show RNC Network on Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, and oh, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we have spot callers every month. We have the War Report with Cyrus and MJ every single week. Uh, you guys do Fridays, right? Yes. We upload awesome. on Fridays. Fun, fun stuff. I love uh, doing the war report. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure you do. To lighting up to endure AEW <laughs> and NXT for the week. Uh, we, we also have myself and Niels on the A show, uh, and we we potentially could have some new shows coming down the pipeline this year. So make sure you you keep it locked to the A show RNC Network. Uh, we'll be giving you the latest and greatest in pro wrestling. Uh, so for Cyrus, I'm Justin. We'll see you in March for another episode of Spot Callers.